Hey there, you may already know my story from thinking that my life wasn't very valuable or have much purpose to transitioning to the belief that I am valuable and my life was created for a purpose and then starting to finally pursue my biggest dreams. And I have a feeling you might be on a similar path that you're wanting to fully believe in yourself and your quote unquote crazy dreams and have the confidence it takes to audaciously pursue those dreams. So if you're listening right now and thinking, yes, Janelle, that is 100% me, then I have something special for you. You see, I still remember the days where I cared way too much about what other people thought of me and was filled with uncertainty around what I was and wasn't capable of doing with my life. And looking back, I am certain that there is one thing that I wish I had known all this time. I want to share it with you to help you make the transition from caring way too much about other people's opinion of you to becoming a free bird, fully allowing yourself to pursue what you want. So I've created a free resource that lays out the number one thing that's getting in the way of you having that unshakable confidence and how to overcome it. If you're ready to commit to your personal growth and get real honest with yourself, Go to nextlevelconfident.com forward slash confidence muscle and grab this free resource. What's up? You are now listening to the Next Level Confident podcast with Janelle and A. If you are ready to challenge your previous ways of thinking and take action on the bold, purpose-driven life you were created for, you'll want to keep listening. On the show, we will vulnerably discuss finding your purpose in life, strengthening your mindset, building quality relationships, and prioritizing your health. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Next Level Confident Podcast. Today, I have with me my incredible, handsome, awesome husband, Frankie Vignone. Frankie, how are you today? Couldn't be better. Wow. He is here in the flesh, you guys. You asked for it. Everyone's always asking me to do more podcasts with Frankie because the last one we did together was one of our number one most listened to podcasts of all time. It still is to this day. So pretty exciting stuff. Today, Frankie and I are going to walk you through 2021 goal setting. It's going to be soup. And what, what, what else are we going to do today? We're going to talk about how goals are sometimes the things that get us tripped up along the way and how we want to focus on our feelings and what you want to feel in 2021 versus what your goals are. Mm, Yeah, so good. Come on. So if you guys want to connect with Frankie Vignone on Instagram or LinkedIn, you can go to LinkedIn and it's Frankie Vignone linked below. Or if you want to follow him on Instagram, it is Frankie Vignone. Frankie Vignone. It might be Frankie.Vignone. Something like that. It's tagged below. So just go to my profile, find one of the millions of pictures I've tagged of my husband, and just go give him a just Frankie Vignone. It's just Frankie Vignone. You know, just bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Okay, so we actually went through all this last night at Frankie and my group, Professionals on Purpose, which might be potentially named something else in the near future, but for now it's Professionals on Purpose. So we walked 20 people through this last night and we're going to walk it through with you today. Yeah. So 
the the purpose of what we did last night was to walk through goal setting and how people traditionally just set a goal and they say, I want to get a new house. I want to get a new job. I want to get into a new relationship. And they say, I wish I had that. And they usually just leave it there. They write their goals out for uh, 2021 or whatever the new year coming up is. And it typically just stops there. So what we're going to walk through today is the power of getting specific, the power of understanding what your why is, and the power of having habits that you can go and implement on a daily basis. So instead of just leaving you with what your goal is and staying there, we're going to walk you through how you can actually actualize that goal in 2021. Okay, so then we're going to talk about a goal that I had a few years ago, which was to find my future husband. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I was always the person who was thinking about, when am I going to meet my person? When, it, when, is, when is he going to enter the picture? And um, it was definitely a goal of mine was to meet my person. And what, what happened basically is a lot of times I'd be dating guys and I'd try to change them. I try to make them into the person that I was hoping he'd be, right? I had this long list of what my dream husband would be like. And one day, I remember exactly where I was driving. I was in Fort Collins. I was at a stoplight on the corner of Elizabeth and Shields. And I had this crazy aha moment where I realized I wasn't being the woman that my dream man would want to marry or would want to date. So here I was attracting these guys who are lower level, I guess you'd say, I don't know, it sounds kind of mean when you say it like that, but we'll just say that. Um, but I was trying to change them into something else. But the problem was, is I wasn't being the woman that would attract that kind of guy. And like, when I had that realization, it wasn't fun to realize it wasn't like I was like, how cool, I'm actually not, you know, up to my own standards. I actually had a big reality check where I had to start thinking, okay, so what is the woman who attracts that man like? And so I, I remember I actually was in a Bible study once, and this was back when I was dating my, my six-year boyfriend. And I remember they asked us, what do you bring to the table? And I had never answered that. I never answered, what do I bring to the table? So I started to think about who am I becoming? Who am I? Another thing that I started to realize is that I was waiting to do things that I really wanted to do until I met my person. So I'd be like, okay, well, when I meet my guy, I'll move to California. When I meet my person, then I'll go, I don't know, I had like always crazy like bucket list adventures and I wanted to wait for my guy until I could do any of them. And my mentors ended up telling me, they said, Janelle, go pursue those adventures, you know, move to California or, you know, get on a hot air balloon or skydive, whatever, all these things that I wanted to do. And they said, start adventuring really hard and see who's next to you living his life the same way you're living your life. And that's what I started to do. And that's what I started to pursue was becoming the right woman that would, that would attract the right man. So instead of just having a list about him, it was important for me to have a list about me. Who am I? Am I the woman that is going to attract my dream man? Okay, so Frankie, do you want to go ahead and share your version of the story of where you had something that you really wanted and tell us a little bit about your goal? Yeah, definitely. So I went to a conference uh, here in San Diego about four or five years ago, and it was the very first time I ever came to San Diego. Um, really one of the first per personal development events I went to. And we got there and the conference was all about just creating the best version of yourself, 
figuring out how you wanted to show up in the world and how you wanted to impact the world. And at that conference, I realized that I wanted to be a professional speaker. So I stood up, the, the host of the conference asked everybody in the group what you wanted to do. And I stood up and I said, I wanted to be a professional speaker. And a lot of people, and I'm not saying I'm better than anybody there, but a lot of people just said they wanted to make a lot of money or they wanted to buy a house or they wanted to get a car, whatever the case was. But sometimes when you dug into the reasons why, people didn't have a strong reason why they wanted those things. I didn't really realize it at the time, but the reason why I wanted to be a professional speaker was going back to uh, the days when I was in a network marketing company when I was first introduced to uh, personal development. So I was watching people like Jim Rohn, uh, Les Brown, uh, Tony Robbins, all the classic household names. And what I loved about them is that they could stand on stage and inspire people to become the best versions of themselves at scale. So I wanted to do that, but I wanted to do it at a specific niche. So throughout my experience in corporate America, a lot of men and a lot of women in, as well, but typically people in sales are traveling all over the country, traveling all over the world. And what happens is that they don't have their normal habits when they're um, on the road versus at home. So unfortunately, my uncle had a heart attack because of this lifestyle. Luckily, he's still here around today. But what it made me realize is that so many people needed to hear a message of hope, a message of creating good habits while you're on the road. And because of that, I knew I needed to become a professional speaker. So my why was really, really, really strong in order to help people not have that crappy lifestyle while you're on the road and actually enjoy life while you're out in corporate America. That's awesome. Okay, so now we're gonna talk about getting into a why behind the goal and then also to talk about the habits you get to create. Notice what I did there with the verbiage. It's not need to, you get to. So what, what we want you to do right now is if you can pause this podcast and write down five things that you want in 2021. Now this could be a dream, you know, your dream body or, you know, losing a certain amount of weight. It could be um, maybe a specific kind of house or an investment property. This could be your significant other hoping to meet a boyfriend or girlfriend or husband. Um, this could be a financial goal. But the, the point here is to dream big. The point is to dream really, really big on these five things that you're going to write down because it's like your vision board in written form. You're not going to put something like measly and small on your vision board. It's a vision board, you know? So think of five things that you really, really want. And then we want you to circle three things from that list that are the most important to you. We're actually going to link below a PDF that you can use to help guide you through this podcast, because this is what we gave everyone last night at our event. And we want to make sure that you're able to use this PDF as well. So you can print it out or you can just, um, you know, jot down notes on your journal or piece of paper. And we're going to walk you through how to set your five goals, how to pick three that matter most to get clear on the why behind each one. And then the habits that you're going to create for each of those goals. So let's get into my why behind why I wanted to meet this man. Okay. My goal was to meet the man of my dreams. And I wanted to meet a very specific man because I have really big dreams. For those of you who know my story, 
you know that I had a lot of limiting beliefs around death and a lot of dark thoughts throughout most of my teenage years and then my early 20s. And at the age of 22, I broke free from all those limiting beliefs and I realized that I was worthy of living and living life to the fullest and that God had a big plan and a purpose for my life. So because of that, I started to take action on my life. That's when I you know, I broke up with that six-year boyfriend. I ended up moving to San Diego, California. I ended up completely switching my careers, literally my career path, literally two years after college and went a whole different direction. Then I launched my business a year after that. Um, and now I'm speaking to women in corporate America through my business, Next Level Confident. So what I knew I wanted was a man who could match me. For those of you who have been listening to this podcast or have been following me on social media for a while, you know that I have a lot of energy. I'm very honest. I'm very straightforward. I'm, I'm an Enneagram 8. For those of you who know Enneagram, you know that this is like a very brutally honest person that's just a big personality. And I knew I wanted a man who had, I don't know if a big personality is the right word, but I knew I wanted someone who could match my intensity and who was as driven as I was and who dreamed big the way that I dreamed big. And so I would, would date guys and I would start to date them and they would be good, but not great, not incredible, not everything I wanted. My why was because I actually dreamed of doing things like this, what we're doing right now with this podcast with my husband. I wanted to stand on stages with my husband and speak to help people, to, to give them this personal development information because it changed my life. And then I wanted a, a husband that I could write a book with. That was a huge dream was like, how cool would it be if you were just such best friends with your husband that you could work together and write a book together and change the world together. And that was my why. That's why I didn't want to settle. And sometimes I would meet guys who were honestly a bit intimidated by not only my big personality, but also a bit intimidated by how big my dreams were or would make me feel a little bit honestly stupid for having as big of dreams as I had. They'd be like, oh, that's so cute. You're starting that little business of yours. And I'm like, I want to punch you in the face right now, actually. <laughs> um, so yes, my why, my deepest why behind wanting this specific kind of husband that had the long, long list that it was, was because I knew he had to be a specific man who could come alongside me and be a leader for me and a leader for our marriage and a leader worldwide as we changed the world together. And, and we were going to, I knew we were going to impact lives. Like that was just so ingrained in me ever. Like before I met my husband, I knew we were going to change lives together and impact people in a big way. And that was my why. By, behind why I wanted um, this man. So I guess I'll jump into my habits really quickly um, because I'm talking about it. Some of the habits that I was doing because of this was, one, I actually wouldn't kiss guys on the first date. I had this really interesting- I got a kiss on the first date. Oh, well, he is an exception to the rule. <laughs> um, but you know, overall I had this rule that I didn't want to kiss people on the first date because I didn't want to just be like the girl who was, you know, I don't know, going all in too quickly. Not that kissing's all in, but you know, I just, I wanted to protect myself and protect my heart. And sometimes when you bring physical stuff in, you can get confused. So I was like, I don't want to get confused. So I'll just, you know, X that part out. So having self-control. Number two, cutting things off after the second date if I wasn't on fire. 
So I had this rule that I would sometimes go on, on a first date and if things weren't great on the first date, I would be like, okay, I'll, I'll try a second date. I'll try a second date. And then I'd go to the second date. And if it wasn't great after the second date, I, I walked away. Now, once again, I wasn't perfect on this. There were definitely times where I ended up carrying it out too long. But I, if it wasn't great after the second date, I didn't want to just get caught up in, well, he's a nice guy. You know, it's good. He's, he's cool. No, I wanted to be on fire. I knew I wanted to be on fire. Um, number three, letting go of boyfriends that were good, but not freaking awesome. Learning to walk away from something, even if it's hard, even if it, you know, is breaking your heart a little bit because you know that you care about this person, but you know, they're not your person deep down to the core. You're like, this is just, something's not quite right. So have, having to walk away from that is not easy, but it's so worth it. So that was my third thing. My fourth thing, some of you know about this. I wrote letters to my future husband. I know that sounds kind of crazy. I literally would write letters. I started this in 2014. So like almost five years before I met Frankie, I was writing letters to my future husband saying stuff like, I can't wait to adventure around the world with you. I can't wait to change the world with you. I can't wait till you're my best friend. I can't wait till we do this together. And it was a way of me actually building hope for our relationship because I, I didn't want to lose hope. And, and so that was really big for me. And I was able to give all those letters to you when we got married, like I forgot them on the honeymoon and I was actually really <laughs> sad. I sat on the airplane and I was like, no, I forgot the present because I had made this whole scrapbook and everything out of it. Um, and then I gave it to him when we get, got back and it took him a few days to read because there were so many letters. Yeah. You remember that? I do. <laughs> so I wrote letters to my future husband and I'm sure there were a few other habits that I had in there. I did go on dating apps. I was going on lots of dates. Um, I just figured why not put myself out there so I could meet this person. Um, and then, and lastly, I just realized it's not in my control. Like I can't control this perfectly, but I actually did a 30 day prayer challenge. So I was praying for my husband. So I guess that would be, is that number five? Yeah. That would be like my fifth tip is, you know, whether you're a person of prayer or not, seriously, it couldn't hurt. Right. So I started praying and I actually did a 30 day prayer challenge at one point. I have a journal entry where I was like, do I believe in the power of prayer? And I said, if I did, I would be praying for my husband more often. So I thought, well, it couldn't hurt. So I did a 30 day prayer challenge and you guys, this is insane. On day 23, Frankie and I went on our first date and on day 30, he asked me to be his girlfriend. It was insane. I was like, okay, Quick God. turn around. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always work like that, but I like prayer is important. So that was another habit that I cultivated was, you know, praying and, and maintaining that hope. Cause sometimes when you're single for a long time, you kind of lose the hope. So those were my habits. Hello, just in case you were starting to hit your mid podcast lull. We're going to take a quick break from the regularly scheduled events to boost your energy and have a little extra fun around here. I'm going to ask today's guest rapid fire questions, and then we'll pop back into the conversation right where we left off. Here we go. Power hour, rapid fire questions. (laughs) Okay, so... Frankie didn't know this was coming for him, and now it is. You just answer these questions as quickly as you can. Let's go. One, best advice you ever received? Don't worry about what other people think of you. Yes. Your favorite beverage? 
a hazy IPA. Hazy baby. You have, I have a blank at my desk at all times. A pen. A pen. Um, a strange or bad habit that most people don't know that you have. Um, I don't know. I'm perfect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to laugh that hard. Um, I don't know. You probably know one more than I, I do. I can't, I'm not going to tell your habit. Bad habit, you, bad habit. Or strange. Maybe it's strange. Um, I dance a lot in the kitchen. That's a good habit. You bite your nails. I bite my nails. He bites his nails. That's yeah. A lot of people say that one. It's like a pretty normal one. So I didn't feel weird saying that out loud. He has others. He has others. Okay. Stop looking at the questions. <laughs> you can't cheat. All right, go. Okay. A book or podcast that you're reading or listening to right now? Um... The Mind of a Monk by Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty. Love it. Uh, favorite personality test, if any? Enneagram. Enneagram. He's a three, I'm an eight. Yes, it's cool. Take the test. We want to know what you are. Okay, will you ever move from where you currently live? No. No, San Diego. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, and lastly, best moment as a businessman. Oh, boy. All of them. All the moments. I don't know. Tell us a story. Come on. Give the crowd what they want. Uh, I'm trying to think of one. I mean, my job that I'm in now, like, my first quarter that I came in here, I was able to close three deals right away, and that felt pretty dang good. Yes. Yeah. He's the new guy, and he's crushing deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're insane. Isn't it so fun, you guys? Oh, I'm so glad we do the power hour. It just adds all the energy. Yeah. Woo! That was exciting. I hope you are feeling energized like I am. Let's go ahead and get back to our regularly scheduled events. Okay, do you want to talk about your um, your why and your habits behind speaking? Let's do it. All right, so as mentioned, um, one of my, my why was my uncle. Um, the reason why I wanted to start the business that I started was to help people in his shoes. And then at the same time, I was actually in sales. I, I'm in sales today as well. So I, I know the struggle from being there firsthand of living the life of traveling every single week being away from your normal routine, not being around your friends and family, eating whatever you wanted to eat, which sounds great on paper. Like, hey, let's travel. Hey, let's eat whatever we want. Let's drink whatever we want. Let's be in a different city, on a plane, in a hotel. It's fun. And I still enjoy those things. But the habit of doing that and kind of not having your anchor in your roots or at home or, or whatever that looks like really can throw people off. And I saw it you know, for myself, as I was living that life of just fast paced on the go as a young 20 year old, and then kind of, you know, in a weird way projected forward um, uh, 10, 20 years into what my uncle's life looked like. And it was a real challenge, because I knew if I kept going down that path, I would end up in a situation similar to him. And I knew he didn't want to be there. So I knew that like, I needed to first and foremost change the habits for myself. So that's what I started to do. But then once I mastered that, I needed to figure out how to teach other people as quickly as possible. And I knew going back to my motivational uh, days of Tony Robbins that you can change lives by speaking on stages or going on podcasts and 
really was more than just being a speaker as being a good communicator and being able to share stories. So that was my why, because I wanted to help people that were in my shoes or in my uncle's shoes. Going into the habits portion. So at the end of that, um, that at the end of the, what am I trying to say? I uh, was at the end of that event. Yeah. At the end of the, you, thank you. At the yeah. end of the event, um, I realized that I needed to really start taking action on these things that I wanted. Because if I just said, I wish I'd be a speaker, I showed up a year later at the same conference, I wasn't going to be a speaker. So luckily with the end of the event, the host of the event actually made an offer to buy a course that would help you take your business, go online and become basically an influencer and, and really become a speaker and essentially create your business from ground up. So it was a thousand dollar investment at the time. And it was, it was expensive for me back then. It cost a lot of money uh, at the time for me. And it, it was the first time I've ever invested in myself like that. So it was scary, but I decided to take the leap and put my money where my mouth was. I bought that course, two or three of my friends bought that course too. And I remember coming back to Colorado where I lived at the time. And every day before my, my sales job, I woke up early, went to the gym, came back, did the course from 6.30 to 8 a.m. every single day, Monday through Friday, and blew through that course, took action on every single thing. So that was one of my first habits. Sit down, learn from somebody who's ahead of me, take action on the things they're saying, and just consistently do it and enjoy and love the process. Like I still remember... This is a part of habits that's so important is actually enjoying the process. Like not everything's going to be amazing and great. Um, but if you can able, if you can put yourself in this situation where I'm loving the process because I'm becoming a better version of myself, that's where the magic happens. So I love the process of learning and growing and developing and becoming a better person um, by doing that course. So that was habit number one. Habit number two was I started going to Toastmasters which is just a free public speaking event that you could go to. If you Google toastmasters.com, you can go find one in your area. They have them virtual now as well. And, you know, it wasn't the best training, but it gave me an opportunity to get up on stage and speak and share my message. And then the third thing was um, I created an event called Denver Elite Men with one of my buddies back in Denver where we said, hey, we need an opportunity to go speak on stages more often let's figure out a place to do it. So we looked and we, we found some stuff. We're like, why don't we just create our own thing? So selfishly, we wanted to help people, but well, that's not the selfish part. Unselfishly, we wanted <laughs> to help people, but selfishly, we wanted a space to be able to share our story and practice our message. So for people listening, my challenge would be, you know, if you want better friends so that you can become healthier or you want to have a better mindset, go find a meetup group. If there's not a meetup group, go create one. You might have to be the person that takes the action, takes the initiative. I believe we can all be leaders in certain regards, but you got to be willing to take that first step. So that's what I did with my friend, David. We took the first step. We brought people around us that could help us grow and, and lift each other up, but also give us a chance to speak. So I challenge you to go find what that thing is for you. So we created a habit there. So all of this to say is, when you think about your habits, more important than hitting that goal, it's who are you becoming in order to attract the things like Janelle said earlier, who are you going to become so that you can get on the stage so that you can close that million dollar deal, so on and so forth.
Yeah, and, and so kind of to piggyback off some of the things that I was saying earlier about becoming is if I had ended up with the, one of the first guys who I thought I was really going to be with, I know that I would have never moved to San Diego, which ended up propelling me to changing my career, which ended up propelling me to launching Next Level Confident, which propelled me to helping a lot of different people and getting to know a lot of you. And none of this would have happened if I hadn't been willing to walk away from good in pursuit of great. So even if you're already married or you're already in a relationship, so the relationship part doesn't, you know, apply to you because you're with your, the right person. Um, maybe the thing is, is like, what are you holding on to that you should be stepping away from? What is something in your life that's good, but it's not great. That could be, could be your fitness routine. That could be friends in your life. That could be your relationship with your mom or your dad or whatever. Like, and for those ones, you know, of course, it's, it's up to you to help make those relationships great, unless maybe it's an unhealthy situation. But um, ask yourself, what habits do you want to do in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve? And who do you get to become? Mm -hmm. Like, this is something, oh, this is something Frankie and I actually talked about a few days ago when we were planning all this, is that if Frankie and I had met back when I wished yeah. that I had first met my husband, like I wanted to meet my husband back when I was like 22 or 23, because all my friends were getting married at 22, 23. So I thought that was like the normal time. Um, I didn't know that there's lots of different journeys and everyone's journey is actually a great journey. I was like 22, 23, I should be married by now. Um, but if I had met Frankie back then, we would not have worked out. We weren't, I wasn't the right person for him. He wasn't the right person for me. And, um, and you can actually say that all the way up till when we started dating things, just like it's, it would take probably an entire other podcast to go into all the intricate details that God put into making our relationship timing perfect. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's something to always remember is that if something isn't happening in your exact timing, just know that sometimes there are things happening behind the scenes you don't even realize that are happening while you're putting in that work and while you're becoming, becoming, becoming. And it's really frustrating at the time. And you're like, if you're like me, you're kind of impatient. You just like, when you want something, you want it now. But no, just like behind the, you know, if you're at a theater and there's closed curtains behind the curtains, there's all this hustle and bustle that's happening before the curtains open. And that could be what's happening in your life right now. So just trust God, trust that something is happening that you don't even know right now. Love that analogy. Thank you. I got it from a, a Bible study thing that I read the other day on my phone. Um, okay. So if you guys haven't yet pulled up your, your worksheet, we encourage you to do so because you're going to start to see what we're talking about here because we've laid it all out for you in the worksheet. Fifty-six percent of college students are women and 48 percent of employees in the workplace are women, which is awesome. Ladies, this is proof that we are smart and working hard. But you know what's not so awesome? Only 29 percent of VPs and just 22% of C-suite executives are women. In male-dominated industries such as STEM, these numbers are even more startling. As these numbers state, women aren't lacking the knowledge, education, or ability to be leaders in the workplace. What many women are lacking is the confidence to take on risk. Most of us have heard this one before. Men will apply for jobs they are 60% qualified for, yet women will only apply for jobs they are 100% qualified for. 
This type of stat also applies to women at their job, not willing to take on that new, unknown project. What she's lacking is the belief that her skills and abilities are not only quote-unquote okay, but are powerful and needed in the workplace. The Confidence Workshop is created to help women dig deep into their mindset and get to the root of this problem. If this conversation gets you as fired up as it gets me, we are now taking applications for this workshop for the ladies of STEM corporations. Please head to our website at nextlevelconfident.com to learn more about the Confidence Workshop. All right, Janelle, what's your biggest goal? Well, I don't know if I'd say this is like my biggest goal, but this is one of my goals is to have a Tesla in 2021. That's like my, that would be so incredible. I'd be so happy to have my Tesla. Yeah. What color do you want? Oh my gosh. I've spent so much time thinking about this and like researching. <laughs> I think I want a matte white wrap, but like also there's a matte gray wrap. That's really nice. The matte white. Sick. I know the matte white is so nice. The black I, I'm I'm thinking I've been switching if I want the car or if I want more the SUV. Anyway, back to this. Back to this, you guys. Sorry. What model do you want? Well, that's what I'm saying. I keep getting. I I think I want the newest model. That's not. Hold on. Model. I'm confusing the models right now. There's Model S and there's Model X, and there's the Model Three and then yeah. the newest. The point. One. The point is to okay. get specific, right? Sorry, fam. No, I'm just saying. Like, it's good to get specific. I know, I know what it's called, but I can't think of it right now. It's the newest, newest one that just came out that's the cheaper version of the SUV. Got it. Okay. Okay, one. why do you want that? Okay, I want that one because I think it would just be so cool to A, be helping the planet by having a Tesla, and B, I just feel like the most badass version of myself has a Tesla, you know? Okay, why? Um why else let's see I just it would be really cool to prove to myself that I'm able to financially so the whole thing behind the Tesla is that I would buy it with money that I've made through next level confident and so it would show me that I'm financially able to do something like that for myself mm. which would be super empowering for me nice why <laughs> oh okay let's see why else well, I, the thing is, is I feel like finances have had a really big hold on me a lot of my life. And I feel like I, can, I come from such a, not come from, but I've just, I have had such a, a bad mindset around money, like money is bad. And anyway, if I could create the, the money to buy the Tesla, I would feel like I recreated my financial well-being in my brain. And then I could go empower other women to do the same mm. thing and help women realize that like they can buy things with their own money and they, and they can have an abundance mindset around money and they too can have financial freedom. And I just would be so excited to teach women. I like, we were, I'm already talking about this, but like that would be the most powerful example of me being able to show women I've done it. And so can you be like a physical example, a physical example of the nice. fact that I could do it. And if I can do it, like me of all people, then they can too. So that sounds like your root why. That's my root why. I want to inspire women to be self-made and entrepreneurial and to go after dreams and be financially free. I think that the feelings that I would feel like on the worksheet, you're going to see a part where you're writing in like, how do you feel or how do you show up in the world? So the me that has a Tesla is really peaceful. I move methodically through my day. Mm -hmm. I'm not like frantically rushing around all late to 
things. I'm like, I'm like two minutes early. Yeah. I don't want to be five minutes early because that's just disrespectful, you know? Why is that disrespectful? <laughs> I hate when people are five minutes early because like, why would someone be ready five minutes early? Uh, you can't assume that everyone's ready five minutes early. So two minutes feels respectful and on time. Um, what else? And then I, so I'd be timely. I'd be peaceful. I'd be, um, I'd get ready more. Yeah. Like I'd have my hair done more. I'd, I'd wear a cuter outfit more often. I'd have pretty jewelry. I would like accessorize. Wow. Imagine an accessorizing me. <laughs> you accessorize. I know I accessorize today. I'm becoming that woman. There I mean, look at this hair. Look at it. What else? Um, I would be a badass. I wouldn't care what no one thinks. Okay, what habits do you need to create? Okay, what habits do I need to create? Well, I guess I think for peacefulness, I would want to meditate each morning and to pray each morning separately. Mm-hmm. And actually Wim Hof breathing. I think if I could do all three of those every morning, I would be so peaceful. So have you done it today? I haven't done no, I've done one of those. Okay. But I haven't done all three. What else? And then I would I would probably work a little bit less and I would have more space throughout my day, more gap time. Mm-hmm. And I would say no to more things. And I would have more clarity on how I show up Got it. each day. Like I'm not I'm gonna say no to more things, but I'm gonna say yes to the right things and go after them. Okay. That's like, those are my habits. So are we going to do our declaration now? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys make sure that you get your worksheet because you're going to want to fill out. There's going to be three different goals and, and you're going to see there why, 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 root why. So then you're going to write down your root why. And then you're going to say, oh, here, here it is. I have the question pulled up. When future you has this goal or thing in your life, what changes? How do you feel? How do you show up in the world? Write down three descriptive words. So that was for me, it was like peaceful, badass, and get ready more. Mm -hmm. And then what new habits do you need to create in order to become the person who will achieve the goal above? What old habits do you need to let go of or replace? Write down three habits to do or not to do. So for me, my three habits would be the morning routine, including, you know, meditation, prayer, and Wim Hof breathing, and then saying no to more things and having and uh having three tasks we'll say clear tasks to do each day those would be my habits so we'll have you do that for each of your three goals and then at the end there's a declaration statement let's go let's go 2021 declaration statement all right do yours let's hear it okay I'm so happy and blessed that it is December 10th of 2021 and I have my Tesla so that I can empower other women to be financially free, have an abundance mindset, be great with their finances, inspire them in the financial realm. Every day I feel calm, confident, and clear. And the new habits I have created are my morning routine is on point and I am showering. Let's make this really smart and looking cute. No, not cute. I don't want to look cute. Let's be honest. Looking badass four days a week. And what was one of my other habits? Uh, You do Wim Hof breathing. Yeah, that's the morning routine one though. I haven't actually written this down yet, which I need to do because you are five times more likely to make a goal happen if you write it down. So um, 
I'm going to go back and figure out what that third habit was. You don't remember? Nope. Oh my gosh, you guys. Help! Help us! It's a Friday at four, let's be honest. So uh, we're just a little bit like, doo -doo. <laughs> wait, so this is the part where I, I'm going to, hold on, let me say I have the Tesla and then you cheer a bunch for me. I'm so happy and blessed that it's December 10th of 2021 and I have my Tesla. Woo! Yeah! So if you can do this with a friend or a group of friends, you guys can like cheer each other on, help each other get to your root wise, build community around figuring out your goals. So we're going to link that below, print it out. You do not want to miss it. Frankie, do you have any other final thoughts on this worksheet before we dive into the last thing I'm going to ask you? That's how you set goals. That is how you do it. It's all about who you're becoming. Okay, so Frankie, this is the question I ask everyone as the last question of this podcast. I didn't know about this. If you could urge every listener right now to walk away from this podcast and take action on one specific action item, what would it be? Do this worksheet. Do the worksheet. Do the dang thing. Done. Done. Boom. Okay, thank you so much for joining us on the Next Level Confident Podcast. If you have not yet, please leave a five-star review and give us a comment to let us know your feedback on how we did today or if you have any ideas for future podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Frankie, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. You're it was so a good. tough commute. <laughs> I love you. Okay, and we love you guys. Thank you for those who are still listening. You rock. Go do your 2021 goal setting and become the man or woman to attract those goals to you.